Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, guys, we're back with Chester Reinemann. Today we're going to talk a little bit about working out and taking care of our bodies, why we do that, and then we'll finish up by talking about what it means to be men. Uh, but first, Chester, um, one of the things that we get to do together most often when we spend most of our time together, it's in the gym. Yeah, so did. getting into the gym, um, that's actually where we started to get to know each other a little bit, is eating in the cafeteria together and working out together. Um, and that plays, it appears to play a significant portion in your life. And, and you've grown fitter and um, like visibly fitter and stronger. And I, I, I admire the way you take care of yourself. So what, like, why does that play such a big role in your life? Oh, yeah, I think this is, this is incredibly important. Uh, God, uh, we we see in Scripture that uh, that our bodies are are temples of the Holy Spirit, and what that means is that uh, as a, as Christians, the, our Lord God lives in us. Uh, we, we we you often hear it; He lives in in our hearts, uh, but really, He you know He lives in our soul. Uh, he's He made our souls alive through Jesus' work and uh, by faith, and now He uh, the Holy Spirit and Jesus actually, you know live in us and so we carry god around <laughs> in our bodies mm. and uh, if you you know if you, you take care of your body like uh you take care of your church or your in the old testament they took care of the temple um adorned it with uh precious metals and uh wonderful you know cedar uh this you know the wood the cedars of lebanon mm-hmm. uh they would you know th- the temple was a beautiful building um i want my body to be you know I don't, I, we're not going to use the word beautiful. I want it to be handsome. I want it to be you are beautiful, Chester. well built. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> um, oh man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we. Like I want my blushing. body. I want my body to be well built and handsome, because <laughs> um, it is a, a temple of the Holy Spirit, and I want to take care of it. Yeah, it's okay if you want to be beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so uh what do you do to to stay in shape like what do you what do you like to do hmm. well i'll give a little backstory on how um how my journey um mm-hmm. towards you know fitness started yeah so yeah i like i said i i played soccer about for about 18 years ever since i was a little kid i played soccer so i was always you know fairly active um fairly athletic and uh high school i'd work out with my friends that's when i first got into lifting um, weightlifting. Uh, I think basic stuff I would do, you know, bench press, uh, barbell squats, um, power cleans, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, and I had a good uh, group of uh, brothers in high school who uh, challenged me and pushed me. And I think um, in some in some areas, I'm still trying to get back to the strength that was my senior <laughs> year of high school. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, those are the heydays. Yeah. Um, when you got an accountability partner in the weight room, man, you can make some real yeah, progress. Yeah, you can. Just like in any area of life, if you got an accountability partner, some guy to keep you in check, 
mm. man, you can you can make progress um, with the with the Lord's help. Uh, does a lot of things that are possible. But anyways, uh, uh, after my in my senior year of college, um, the football season had just ended in the fall. And, uh, you know, at that, during the football season, I was, I was eating whatever I wanted two two big plates of food, uh, <laughs> for dinner, you know, just, and you could kind of get away with that because we had two hour practices a day and I was, you know, working out, being active. And then I realized, man, if I keep this up, I, I noticed my weight, um, I think it was the heaviest I'd ever been. I was probably like, I'm, I'm six feet. I think I was like 200, 205. Oh yeah, you were so big. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was becoming unhappy with uh, the amount of fat on my body. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, you were sitting yeah. there complaining about how fat you were getting, and you're talking to a 250 pound man. <laughs> uh, you're just a bonier guy than yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, just big bone. That's 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 what we'll go with. Just big bone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you 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 were eating you were eating more than you probably should have, and you you weren't as active as you were during the season. So uh, where'd you go from there? Right. So I I, I I was rooming with another guy at the time. His name is Josh Rachi, another fellow seminarian here, studying to be a pastor, good friend of mine. And uh, what he he he's very fit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Arguably one of the you know the, one of the fittest guys here at the seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, athletic play. You pretty much pick up whatever sport he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, and strong, uh, very strong. So I asked him, you know, like, what do you like? What do you do? And uh, he he pointed me to bodybuilding dot com. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not gonna Where preach. Dreams come true. I'm not gonna <laughs> preach bodybuilding dot com for everybody to get fit. Uh, but it was it was a way um, and a resource for me to to learn a, a little bit more about fitness, what was healthy, uh, what is healthy for the human body. Uh, and good ways to keep it active and to do that safely and in a way that will uh, help you <laughs> perform tasks in life and as well as just get stronger and healthier and better looking. And, and, and bodybuilding.com, uh, if you talk to the old guys, a lot of the old guys will talk about Arnold's um, Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding and how that's where they kind of got started. And you'll hear that from everybody, from like the big-time strength athletes to powerlifters. You hear that from all kinds of people. And I think for our generation, that's kind of what bodybuilding.com is, is that place where you start. So if you really want to start building a foundation of physical fitness and a foundation of knowledge and a knowledge base, like that's where you start. And then as you evolve as a lifter and as you evolve as like in your fitness life, <laughs> if you want to call it that, then you start to get more into like specializing in certain things or figuring out what it is that you really want to be doing. And what you know, is going to be fit your lifestyle <laughs> and fulfill you um, as you as you kind of grow, if that makes sense. So I think you actually you hit yeah, spot on. Like that that is where you want to start, but you also got to understand you got to grow from there. You can't just be that guy that sticks at bodybuilding.com. You got to grow from there and uh, and move on eventually to something bigger and better. Right, and, and, and like yeah, uh, and to, yeah, to be as cliche as possible, yeah. The, it's a great way to start your fitness lifestyle. <laughs> there you go, your fitness lifestyle. Life, it's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um, but it, man, it really is though. Like, um, I there are a, the great thing about bodybuilding.com is it, it, I didn't really use use the community aspect. I had a community of guys at my college who who would uh, push me and and you know things like mm-hmm. that. So I didn't really need their online community of of uh, bodybuilders and lifters. 
but they did have a number of workout routines and programs that you could just you know check out for free yeah and, you, and they're good to use too i've used a bunch of them oh yeah i've, I've used a few of them and yeah i mean I, I took one it was like a three-month program um and it had like educational videos it showed you how to do the lifts correctly and make sure you're doing them right so you're not hurting yourself because yeah you lifting is can be really great for you but if you don't do it right uh, with the right technique, you could really hurt yourself. Yeah, it gets dangerous fast. And if you if you do it right, you can actually right a lot of wrongs with your your mm-hmm. body. And like if a joint or some muscles are sore or out of place, like you do a couple deadlifts right, and it kind of just sets everything mm-hmm. everything uh, <laughs> everything right. So uh, I learned that out, you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's really it was a great place to start, and it also taught me how to eat well too. What was what was clean eating. It's general principles, um, you know, eat whole foods, um, generally less processed, the better. Yeah. Uh, you can, it's okay. Like people use the word cheat days at times. Uh, I don't know. I think those are okay. Like you can't, it's impossible to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> News actually, flash. Yeah. The rock. I love looking at the rock, but he, he, he never talks about cheat days. He talks about treat days, like trick or treat. He has treat days where he rewards himself, and it's just such a simple mental trick, but it's so real. And I, I, I like eating pizza on Friday nights. That's my thing. So I'll have a couple of beers and eat pizza on a Friday night, even if it's just me, and that like kind of resets me and says, okay, <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you understand why you don't usually eat that garbage. <laughs> um, and, but that idea that uh, you can use all that stuff, all the processed food, all that, it does have a place. Mm-hmm. But it's a very small place, and it needs to be controlled, and, and that's part of that lifestyle you're talking about. Yep, yep. And yeah, you want to like eating. Eat, I, I think that what they say is eating healthy is is about eighty percent of fitness. Twenty percent is the actual, you know, physical activity, mm-hmm. whatever you choose to do, whether it be lifting, yeah, yoga, CrossFit. Um, there's a lot of different philosophies, uh, ways to keep your body moving and active uh, out there, and you can. I don't. I don't see a problem with any one of them. Like there's there's wrong ways to use each one, um, but you can usually, if, as long as you're active in some way, um, and you you have some good experts backing that uh, that area, I think you're in a good good place. Yeah, it just tastes better too. Like that that real food just tastes better. Mm, it it's, does. It's a lot more fun to eat. All right. Um. So we got to talk a little bit about manfulness because that's, that's what this podcast is all about. So you, um, you take your manfulness seriously, your man, manliness, manness, you take it seriously. Um, and so what are some of the things you do to kind of shape your mind and shape, uh, what you do and your personality to, to make sure that you really are fulfilling your, your purpose as a man of God? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's an excellent question. I think that you got to get to know, Jesus better yeah <laughs> uh, learning who um, look God is I'm not gonna s- I, I guess I haven't thought about this before but calling God masculine yeah he's um, a, he is masculine he I mean yeah you, you don't refer to God as she because he's not um, right he God is 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 masculine at least in the way that he has revealed himself to us and Jesus is a man there's no question about that so so y- if you get to know Jesus better, you get to know what the ultimate man is. Um, and, and so it re- literally just reading the Bible, going to church, it, you know, ingesting 
the word of God, learning who God is and how he's revealed himself to us. And he's revealed himself to us by his son, Jesus, who literally walked um, a life as a man on this earth 2,000 years ago. So the more you get to know Jesus, the, the more you get to know what a what a real and a, what a true man is. And, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't think of a better way, a better place to start. Yeah. Uh, what about outside of, not outside of the spiritual realm? Cause there really isn't anything that is outside the spiritual realm, but like I noticed on your fridge, you've got Winston Churchill holding the Tommy gun, you got the blues brothers on the wall. So, um, like, is there any, uh, also secular stuff that you enjoy or that you've read or that you, you appreciate that helps you be a better man? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use that, um, the stuff I have on my wall. I don't put my, you know, my ultimate favorite things on the wall. It's just things I see in passing. Oh, that would be look good on my wall. You know, <laughs> I don't necessarily seek things out like that. So, but I'll use your example. Winston Churchill, I have him on my fridge and he's holding a Tommy gun. Uh, it's a, it's a famous photograph. Go look it up. Uh, Winston Churchill look it up. <laughs> holding a, a Tommy gun, right? Uh, the Nazis actually used it as like as propaganda against the, the British in World War II. Uh, but it's, it's still a cool photo. Um, but I think a man owns the the headship role. Uh, that sometimes that means leading, and sometimes that means following. And uh, you, you got to know when to do which. Uh, you're always in that headship role, but sometimes, you know, we are the men are are the. If you're in a household, if you have a family, you are the the head of the household. Uh, but when you're in a relationship to God. He is your head. Jesus is your head. And uh, uh, we submit to our God and Father in heaven. And so you got to know when to submit to authority. And I think that's a big, this is spiritual and also just, you know, this is in every aspect of life. You got to know when you, wh- what place you're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing part of being a man, I think, is, is knowing your place. Um, and you know what actions to take uh, in that area. So when you're in the spiritual realm, you are under God, and His authority determines every aspect of your life. Um, and you want to follow His will because He gave His life for you. Um, and uh, in the secular world, you know, in our daily lives, which are I, st- I would argue, it's still our daily lives are spiritual. Every mm-hmm. aspect of our lives yeah, they are. are is service to others, and that is a spiritual activity. Um, but in, in other aspects of life, you know, we're under the authority of the government. Um, you don't have to agree with everything the government does, but uh, knowing that they there's no authority on earth uh, that has been established apart from God. God is the one who has put these people in authority over us, and we are, um, that's our place. We, we are citizens of a country, uh, this, this great country of the United States, and uh, we serve our country. Uh, and our uh, governing authorities, uh, and when they, when they go against God's word, we don't we don't follow that, you know, and that's that's obvious. But in the areas that God uh, has not spoken about, uh, we obey our government. We know our place, and uh, we show people how to, um, how we are servants and under authority. That's good. I love it. All right, time to get into the. Uh I don't know what you want to call the high stakes metal round. Uh, the the big questions here. Last two questions, Chester, for you starts with: If you could go back and talk to eighteen year old Chester Reinerman, you'd say one thing to him. What would you say? 
I was thinking about this question earlier. You, uh, you, you I'm still not exactly sure, but I do know one thing. Uh, there was during my first year of college, I went on an evangelism trip uh, to Panama City Beach, and mm-hmm. it just it scared the living daylights out of me because the the goal of the trip was to just walk up to random people on the beach there, and it is at the time this is uh, 2012, and it was the yeah, the hottest college spring break location in the country at the time is this is before they banned alcohol on the beach. <laughs> it no longer is because of that reason. Uh, but uh, we, our goal was to go down there and to strike up conversations with strange strangers on the beach and uh, see if we could turn those conversations in a spiritual direction so we could uh, tell them about their savior, Jesus. And that was that was the goal of this, you know, this evangelism, this mission trip, you could call it. And uh, I mean, a lot of that, that that trip showed me um, how far I could push myself, that being out of my comfort zone could be a good thing and I can grow mm-hmm. um, outside of my comfort zone and, you know, um, just grow as a man in doing so. But <laughs> on the beach, this, this is a hot place to be, like yeah. I said. Um, MTV was on the beach and they were doing live shows from the beach that I was on. And <laughs> this guy was walking around handing out free tickets to MTV for that very same night. And I was like, ah, nah, man, I'll, uh, I'll pass. I got, we got a big, we got a, we got a worship night tonight, uh, for the conference. And, and I, and I declined receiving free tickets to the show. And if I were to go back to my 18-year-old self, I'd say, take the tickets, <laughs> go to the show. And, you know, sometimes you just got to go with the flow <laughs> and enjoy life fun. as it, yeah. as it, as it uh, throws itself at you. Um, and that, I mean, okay, uh, that's just funny. But uh, <laughs> I do, you know, I really do believe that. Well, otherwise, though, uh, what, uh, I go back to what Mike Rowe said and what we talked about earlier in this interview. Uh, follow to if I could give my 18 year old self some direction um, I would like to tell him you know pay attention to what you're passionate about uh, and look for opportunities uh, if you can use that passion and there's opportunity to do so do it follow mm. it um, and if you if things are troubling you uh, if you're worried about how things are going to work out in the future uh, learn that uh, God can work with your weakness um, and your fears and actually uh, teach you and test you uh, in those situations. And he can make you into a stronger man, um, a stronger leader, uh, and a stronger head um, of the household that you will be a part of in the future uh, through these trials. Uh, God refines us uh, through trials and tribulations. It's, it's what he does uh, if life were, life isn't easy. It's it's a simple fact, and so when struggles come into our lives, God uses those as opportunities to help us grow, um, and to uh, to refine us into uh, into better men. So, uh, and when I was debating about whether or not to transfer to study pastoral ministry at a different a different college, uh, I wish I had known that right off the bat uh, that. I had fears about that path and whether or not I could do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I can learn. You don't ever go to college um, because you already know how to do something. You go to college to learn how to do something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
and uh that's what i didn't realize at first you know um i wish i had known that earlier it would have saved me a lot of sleepless nights a lot of pits in my stomach um of indecision about what i should do uh, sometimes you can just go try something out that you're not sure about and god will bring you through it and uh use those troubling and, and difficult situations to uh to make you a better man good all right last question then this is the big one and we, we we touched on it already i think we already know but uh chester how would you define christian manhood what makes what makes a guy a christian man yeah this uh i'm gonna go to the apostle paul for this one um the apostle paul we don't know what uh, his personal struggles were he called him uh, he called this one issue a thorn in his flesh and he asked god uh, three times in prayer to to take it away you know lord god take this take this struggle out of my life this thorn in my flesh uh, free me of this difficulty and god said no <laughs> Uh, he answered Paul, but he's, his answer was no. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's from 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. And uh, what God is saying there is sometimes uh, there are situations in life that are going to make you uncomfortable and they're going to be painful. Um, I'm going to let them remain because it's going to teach you your place, uh, teach you to be humble uh, and teach you that um, in you know through all of this and in in your problems and in your struggles, um, I am the Lord. I am your refuge. Trust in me. I'm going to get you through it. Um, he was teaching uh, Paul a faith lesson here that uh, faith in God is is kind of what really makes a man a man. A trust in the Lord to get him through even the ugliest and the hardest difficult situations in life. And so part of being a man is putting yourself in situations uh, where you feel weak, putting yourself in situations where you're not sure you're going to be able to accomplish the goal. Um, and that means getting out of your comfort zone. Uh, you're not going to grow and become a better person and a better man um, if you don't put yourself out of your comfort zone. Because that's, that's what kind of growing is. You need, to, you need to pave new road. You need to walk on new ground in order to get somewhere and you need to get out of your comfort zone to do that and the cool thing is god says my grace my love is sufficient for you uh, and your weakness is actually your power because um, in your weakness you, you rely on me your god um, and i'm going to get you through it and uh and we know in our, our greatest weakness our weakness of our sinful flesh um, that is still a part of us as we are Christians on this earth. Uh, that's our greatest weakness. And it, um, it's this, this a battle, a spiritual battle going on in every single one of us. Every day, uh, the question, am I going to follow God's will or I'm going uh, I'm to go against it? Am I going to sin? And that is constantly bat that's that battle between the devil and the God within us. And... Uh, uh, in that weakness, in our spiritual weakness where we are tempted to sin every day, uh, God teaches us, I forgive you. Um, I am with you. I'm going to get you through this. Um, and your trust in me is going to bring you to heaven um, when I take you from this life into eternity with me. And uh, that's God is with us in our all physical weaknesses and most importantly in our spiritual weaknesses. 
and uh, that gives a the, a man a confidence to do to grow um, in whatever areas he needs to grow in. So uh, that's uh, that's that's I guess that's my two cents on manhood. That's awesome, Chester. Thank you for for doing this with us, man. Thank you for your spiritual encouragement, uh, for your words of wisdom. Uh, for helping us, helping us gird up, gird um, up, yeah. So my pleasure, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to keep keep uh, hearing from guests like Chester and people people being around, speaking into our lives. Um, man, thank you again. Thanks Have a good for inviting me. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes on iTunes, your podcast app, SoundCloud, or Pippa. Make sure you're sharing this podcast with friends, family, and people who need to hear the message. And don't be afraid to leave a review. Reviews and ratings will help get this podcast promoted. Special thanks to Ben Hansen for the podcast artwork. You can find me on Instagram at Time to Gird Up or at Coach Ungamach, both of those on Instagram. On Facebook as Charlie Ungamach, that's U-N-G-E-M-A-C-H. Or you can email me at coachungamach at gmail.com. Free to send ideas, questions, whatever you think I need to hear. We can make this podcast better together. But most of all, I want you to go out, gird up, and become the man that God has created you to be. We'll see you next time.